Welcome to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Change the culture and the politics will follow. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the Love Times 2 Podcast, the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Why are we here? We exist because everyone deserves a chance to be born because everyone is made in the image of God. Really simple truth. Somehow it gets bogged down in our world today, but that's why we're talking about it. And hopefully, as you follow the podcast and become more and more engaged, you will be inspired to do great things in your community, to speak up, speak out, and show compassion and show grace. Well, today we're going to talk about five things that will happen if Roe versus Wade is reversed in June. One of this year's hottest topics is whether the Supreme Court might possibly reverse the court decision known as Roe versus Wade. If it happens, it will likely happen at the end of June. Why June? Because that's when the court usually announces its biggest decisions. And trust me, this will be a big one. What's at stake is whether the Roe precedent declaring abortion as a constitutional right for the full nine months of pregnancy will stand. And there are several reasons to believe that it won't, not the least of which is the so-called viability standard that Roe put in place. This basically says that abortion can in no way be restricted in the United States prior to viability or the ability of a baby to live outside the womb. There are so many flaws with this, so many flaws. Uh, Example, you find yourself in a blizzard in the Rocky Mountains wearing a t-shirt and shorts, you are no longer viable. Does that mean your right to life ceases to exist? Of course not. So why does Roe use the viability standard as, you know, whether or not there's a constitutional right to life for an unborn child. You can take that in a million different directions and come up with your own examples, but you get the point. Then there's the science. Back in 1973, in 1973, come on, we're talking about almost 50 years ago. Back in the old days, if you want to put it that way, viability was thought to be around 24 to 26 weeks. Now it's thought to be around 21 to 22 weeks. And thanks to the advances in science, I just saw some articles this week about amazing developments of fetal surgery and how it's saving unborn kids' lives lives in the womb. As science continues to advance, viability is going to be seen as earlier and earlier and earlier. That's going to happen as the science evolves. Follow the science. Just another reason to believe there are serious issues with Roe. Just think about how much more we know about fetal development in 2022 as opposed to 1973. Roe is outdated. It's unscientific, and most of all, it's dehumanizing. This is why it's astounding that for many Roe defenders, including some justices on the Supreme Court, the best idea that they can come up with to keep it in place is that it's precedence. Therefore, the claim is it can't be changed. It's precedent. It's written in stone. It can never be changed. That's just simply not accurate, and it's also an indefensible position, quite frankly. Google Dred Scott 1857, D-R-E-D Scott 1857, or Plessy versus Ferguson, 1896. You're going to see exactly what I mean. So the viability standard is obviously a huge issue, but don't miss the point that it's not only pre-viability. Roe versus Wade, in conjunction with its companion case, Doe versus Bolton, legalized abortion in the United States for the full nine months of pregnancy. Roe was poorly decided, and it's dehumanizing. The result is over 63 million children who have died through abortion. Just pause and think about that. 63 million, and millions of women harmed physically, emotionally, and spiritually. We could dive a lot deeper for the purpose of this episode, which is actually part one of a two-part discussion, but let's just step back right now and take a look at the core topic, and that is five things that will happen if Roe is reversed. Then in part two, 
we'll take a look at five things that will not happen if Roe is reversed. Two episodes, two different sides of the coin. So for today, let's talk about the five things that will happen in a complete reversal of Roe. Don't miss the word complete, a complete reversal of Roe. Very important for the context of these five things. Okay, so ready? Let's jump in. Let's go. One, the race to win the cultural tipping point on the issue of abortion will be accelerated 100-fold. I can't stress that enough, but I want to make sure that you get what I'm saying here. The race to win the cultural tipping point on the issue of abortion will, underline it, be accelerated 100-fold. A Supreme Court ruling is in no way an indicator that the cultural tipping point has been reached. we got to understand that. we got to get our heads around that. Let me say it again. A Supreme Court ruling is in no way an indicator that the cultural tipping point has been reached. It's a legal ruling. It's not a tipping point indicator. What's a tipping point? It's the point where the hearts and minds of the people are in clear majority in accepting one position or another in a way that the clock isn't going to turn it back anytime soon. But when you look at abortion, and we've talked about this on multiple episodes, Americans are still deeply divided on abortion. What does that say? It says the tipping point is not yet secured, but it will be secured by 2030, if not sooner. A row reversal puts fuel on the fire. So the question is, who gets to the tipping point first? Two, a row reversal means there needs to be a big-time step up by the church community in serving the needs of women and babies. Government is not off the hook either, but let's just be frank here. The church community needs to step up its game. What does that look like? Strategic ministry decisions to provide more direct support and or to come alongside other ministries and local communities that are already doing fantastic work in local areas. Every community of Christ followers needs to ask the question, how can we demonstrate it by actions, not words, that we love every mom and every baby no matter what? This is not to say that there are not already some great things going on in this area because there are. We need to tell those stories, but we can do more. And you can be assured that the conflicted middle on abortion is looking for evidence of real compassion. You want to know how to win the conflicted middle over to the pro-life perspective? They are looking for action, not words. This isn't criticism. This is called opportunity. Three, abortion becomes a regional business. This is sort of a spoiler alert for the second part of this discussion, but the reality is that a row reversal creates a regional abortion business model as opposed to the current state-by-state model. In some states that share borders but have different political leanings, What you're going to find is that one may completely restrict abortion. The other might decide to leave it fully available. So what happens? You're going to see a cottage industry of abortion businesses pop up just across state lines. You already see the framework for that taking place in multiple states that have proactively moved to protect abortion in state laws. The latest state to do that is New Jersey. You also see a counterpart of this in states legalizing things like marijuana, casino gambling, uh, just to name a few. You might be saying, hey, don't say this. I don't want to hear this. I, you know, that, that brings me down. Look, I'm just being straightforward with you. And this gets back to why the cultural tipping point is so important. Four, there will be a great and urgent need for prayer. We've all seen the lack of civility in public discourse, so there is no reason to expect this will not be a major cultural flashpoint driven by political interest hoping to make hay with it heading into the 2020 fall election cycle. You've heard the old saying, never let a crisis go to waste. That's exactly what's going to happen if Roe is reversed. The world is going to be drawn into whatever frame of reference the media wants to take it. But from a faith perspective, we need to revisit Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. And remember, 
For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Hey, look, let's not kid ourselves into thinking that abortion is just a public relations battle or a political battle or anything temporal along these lines. Abortion, at its very core, is and always has been a spiritual battle. You can't engage in spiritual battle without prayer. This is why prayer is required. If we ignore this, we do so at our own peril and in complete disregard to Scripture. Five, there will be a great need to show compassion and share Christ with everyone involved with abortion decisions. Hey, if Roe is reversed, it will be the judges, the activists, the politicians, the commentators. That's who's going to rule the day. Treating much of what goes down as win or lose, fail versus success, politically helpful versus politically harmful, and so on. That's going to be all of your discussion in the majority of the world. And there in the middle of that room will be the largest untapped mission field in America, many of whom will be wondering what to do with the hurt and the regret as abortion takes center stage in the national discussion. Hey, this national discussion over the politics of Roe will go straight over the heads of all of those individuals I just described and will do nothing to heal hearts until Jesus enters that space. Are we prepared for that discussion? Hey, I know this is a heavy discussion today. Maybe you already had a grip on the five things I talked about. Maybe you're sitting there thinking, wow, I went in completely different directions instead of just talking about politics like the rest of the world when it comes to this issue. Hopefully, you're now thinking at a deeper level about this whole topic than you were at the start of the podcast. These are the things we have to be talking about, thinking about, and praying about right now and prepare for what might happen in June. Let me just restate it again. Just summarize it. Here are the five things that will happen if Roe versus Wade is reversed in June. One, the race to win the cultural tipping point on abortion will be accelerated 100-fold. Two, there will be a great need for the church community to step up services for women and babies. The world wants to see action, not words. Three, abortion will become a regional business. Four, there will be a great and urgent need for prayer. Five, there will be a great need to show compassion and share Christ with everyone involved with an abortion decision. Next episode, five things that will not happen if Roe is reversed. Hey, that's it for this episode of the podcast. If you're enjoying this resource, give us a great rating on Apple Podcast or whatever platform you're listening to. Share this with your friends and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, your financial support for this podcast and for the Love Times 2 project is needed. Step up to the plate because we need you right now. Have a comment or suggestion? Send me an email at podcast at lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, the number two, dot O-R-G. And until next time, never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow.